Welcome to Education Matters, presented by the Public School Forum of North Carolina. I'm your host, Marianne Wolf. Some North Carolina school districts have utilized a new structure to help retain and expand the reach of highly effective teachers. To learn more about what these roles are and how districts are utilizing the approach, we are joined by Best NC, an organization that has explored the opportunities provided by advanced teaching roles, a principal and lead teacher who are currently using advanced teaching roles at their school, and by Public Impact, the organization that created the Opportunity Culture Framework. We are absolutely thrilled today to be joined by Brenda Berg, the president and CEO of Best NC, Beth Calicut, the principal of Charles England Elementary School in Lexington City Schools, and Shay Mosley, the lead teacher at Charles England Elementary School in Lexington City Schools. Welcome to all of you. Thank you for having us. Having us. Brenda, I'd love to start with you on this important topic of advanced teaching roles. Best NC recently published a brief, and I know you've done a lot of research and worked with many schools uh, um, to implement advanced teaching roles. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of your findings? We're so excited about the brief. I will just show it here. Please go online and visit bestnc.org forward slash advanced roles to get your own copy and see some videos. Uh, what we, so we've been really tracking this, our members have been involved in advanced roles for about a decade. And when I say our members, I represent the business community advocating for public education. And what we discovered very early on is that advanced teaching roles is putting in place best practices that we put in our own companies. And, and when I say our own companies, I say best places to work kinds of companies. And that's what we want for teachers, right? If the best places to work. Um, and so the report, the brief is able to cover how that is expanding across the state, what kind of impacts, and also sort of what cautions to have. Don't move forward too quickly. This is a massive cultural shift. How do we scale it up statewide? So I'd encourage people to look at the report, but really if you have questions about how advanced teaching roles work and why it's so incredibly important for teachers at every stage in their career, talk to the experts and you have two great ones on here. Well, we're thrilled to be joined by a principal and, and an advanced teacher, right, in, in these cases. So Beth, I'd love to start with you. What are some of the benefits that you've seen in your school um, as you've been in this implementation process? Bringing advanced teacher roles to Lexington and to Charles England has opened the doors to so many things for our staff and our students. Um, there's a distributive leadership throughout the building each student in every classroom has access to a highly qualified teacher. And so that, I think that has given us the biggest impact with the advanced teacher roles because every student, every staff member has that advanced teacher, that teacher lead to be in their classrooms, to plan with them, to work with small groups of students. So I think just the distributive leadership throughout the building has been the greatest benefit for us. Wonderful. And Shay, you're in the role. So what has your experience been like so far? Um, I've loved it. I think that I've always wanted someone to be in this role for me to help me when I was in the classroom. And so I really have had a great time going into classrooms and really co-teaching, team teaching, and pushing in and pulling students out and really helping teachers and making them feel comfortable. And most importantly, giving them that support that they need in their classroom and outside of their classroom. So it's been wonderful. I wonder, Shay, if you can tell us a little more, like what does the structure look like, but also what is a normal day like? Normally I would start with second grade and I go to second grade and I push in with the teacher and I'll do some guided reading with her. We may co-teach. Um, 
I may pull a small group and I'll help her with that for about an hour. And then I pop out of there and I'll go down to third grade and I'll push into a classroom there and help with maybe a math lesson or help co-teach with them. And I do a lot of planning. And so I'll go into planning with second grade and I help second grade to plan. And we kind of unpack the standards and we talk about what's going to happen the next week and any help that they need. I'll help them with that if they don't understand the standard. And I also would do that with third grade. In third grade, I'll pop into their planning as well. And I help them and we unpack the standards as well. And we talk about what we need to do and also how I can help if I need to push in or if I need to pull out. I'm just about everywhere, wherever I'm needed, I push in to help. And even in fourth grade, I know with Ms. Calicut, she wanted me to do second and third to help with them a lot, to give them some support. But if fourth grade had needed me, I would push in with them as well. Beth, I wonder if you could talk a little bit more about how this has shifted communication culture in your school. It has um, really given been me boots on the ground when I've had to COVID trace or when I've had to work with discipline or if I had to go to central office, I know that those lead teachers are in the classrooms. They're in planning. We have extended reach teachers in, you know, first and fifth, and then we have a lead teacher again in fourth. And so each grade level has that teacher support. The students have that teacher support. What's been really interesting is when you do go into a classroom and we may have visitors come or we have different people come in the classroom and they'll say, which one's the teacher? And so I think that is huge as well um, because then they see the students get to see so many layers of support as well as that teacher. And so I think it has helped me a lot. If I can't get into a classroom or if I can't get into planning because of different things coming up, I have these lead teachers and extended impact teachers to help with the curriculum pieces. One of the things I'm curious about, and Brenda, you might even have some data to share on this, is how has this helped both support early career teachers, but also in that teacher retention piece? Yeah. And I'm happy to start with you, Brenda, but Beth and Shay might have additional experience too. What we saw from the very beginning was that schools that were doing advanced teaching roles were attracting beginning teachers to those schools because two things really. One is Ms. Mosley spoke about that embedded support. You're now getting that support and that, that support's important at every phase in your career. I mean, I have people who support me in my development. We all do. Um, but also a lot of uh, schools that are structured with one principal, 50 direct reports, because there's not much you can give to those really effective teachers besides a smaller classroom, we are often putting our beginning teachers or our developing teachers in the hardest classroom in the building, which is the opposite of what business would do, right? You start with a small account, you have people working with you and supporting you. And so we we saw from the very beginning that the, the structure, when teachers say, I don't feel supported, I don't feel like I'm being treated like a professional, they may not know exactly how to put their finger on what that is. But when you see an advanced role school, you see what it does look like to be treated like professional. So we're seeing people apply to schools that have advanced roles in higher numbers, but we're also seeing retention in those schools. So especially effective teachers, but beginning teachers are staying in those schools as well. And then of course, those are leading indicators. And the next indicator of course is achievement. And you start to see achievement go up when you see those first indicators go up. We've had a rough two years for data. <laughs> so we have limited data on the achievement numbers. 
but the retention numbers when you go to individual schools that are doing ATR are the ones that really pique our interest. Um, and just to give you a sense of numbers, there are over 900 advanced teaching roles teachers in the state of North Carolina right now uh, in 9% of our schools impacting almost 9,000 peer teachers. So this is something that while it isn't statewide and many, many teachers haven't had any contact with it and are not familiar with it, it's happening and it's happening in big districts, small districts, rural, um, urban, wealthy and poor. So we're, we definitely have proof of concept that this can work. Well, Beth and Shay, as we wrap up our time together, I just like to get your advice and any final thoughts you have about advanced teaching roles for educators, but also the general public who care about education. Um, Shay, I'll start with you. I think that it's, it's worked great in our district so far. And I really think that everybody should at least try it just to give teachers support. And I think as a edu previous educator, I think that the support that I've been, I've given teachers this year is something that I wanted as a teacher. And I always wanted to be what I wanted. And I think it's just been great. And I think people should give it a try. It's gonna take it some time. It may be trial and error. You have to make sure that you customize it for your school system. But once you get it there, I think it'll be excellent. Wonderful. And Beth, you get the final advice. <laughs> yes. And um, Ms. Mosley kind of led me into it, but I was going to say one size does not fit all. As a principal, I have the flexibility to structure in the way that our staff needs and that way that our students need. And so that may change from year to year based on our needs. And so one size doesn't fit all, but keep trying until you find the structure that works for your school. Um, it really does depend on where your needs are. And Ms. Mosley had mentioned before, you know, she was a veteran teacher, but she still wanted that support. So not only just putting all your support with beginning teachers, yes, they need support, but everybody in the building needs that layer of support. So one size doesn't fit all and make sure that you find a structure that works for your school. Well, thank you all for joining us and enlightening us um, about the work going on, but also special thanks to Shay and Beth for what you're doing in your school every single day. So um, thank you for joining us and we are thrilled to talk to you and I'm sure we'll be in touch again sometime soon. After the break, we will talk to Brian Hassel from Public Impact about opportunity culture. Education Matters is brought to you each week in part by Participate Learning. Welcome back to Education Matters. We are so pleased today to be joined by Brian Hassel, the co-president of Public Impact. Welcome. Thank you for having me. As you know, Brian, today we're talking about advanced teaching roles and how we make sure to meet the needs of every child in our schools. And you have done a lot of work for several years now on your opportunity culture efforts. And I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about that. We've had the great opportunity and I really shout out to the Public Impact team for working with many districts across the state and really across the country to implement an approach to advanced roles called opportunity culture. And in that model, we are aiming to reach every child with great teaching consistently and give every educator uh, great career opportunities while continuing to teach. And the cornerstone of it is multi-classroom leadership. Teachers join teams led by a proven excellent teacher and they work together to get the job done for the kids. That great teacher earns more and has a chance to advance in their career and keep teaching at the same time. I wonder, Brian, if we think about the parents watching this or grandparents or others who have had kids in school recently, um, what might this look like for a third grade student? Third grade student would perhaps still have Miss Johnson as her homeroom teacher. 
But then a few times a week, that multi-classroom leader would be in the classroom with Ms. Johnson, co-teaching with her, uh, working with small groups of students, modeling instruction for Ms. Johnson, maybe standing in the back of the room sometimes watching Ms. Johnson in action so they could get feedback about their practice. And so from a kid's point of view, it's like having another teacher who's also responsible for your learning. And we have some great videos from students talking about what it's like to have that extra support. Here's the video from Public Impact coming from students at Hairston Middle School in Greensboro. Let's take a look. All right, so that first one, someone help me find out the She kind of comes in our class and she like observes and maybe pitch in and help our teacher and she like like if you ask our question she'll answer it. She's like a, another helper when she comes. It's like she's kind of spectating but also ready to help at any point of time. I like it a lot because I get a lot of help if, if I don't understand something. They ask you questions, they make sure you understand the problem. If you don't, they can like pull you out to like explain it more thoroughly. So they can get you on the right track to succeed in the future. She's not one that I just let you slide, like she's gonna make sure you have everything down. Like she's more like, you got this, you can do it. Even though we think we, we can't do it, it's just impossible to do it. She said, you got this, you can do it. You really want, you really put your mind to it. Like you can't really do it. I let them know the expectation uh, that I had for them. I let them know um, where I see them going. So, you know, I told our students in every grade level, I want you in our honors and advanced classes the next year, you know, and I told them how it's not going to be easy to get there. You're going to have to work to get there. Um, so I push expectations on them. And I told the teachers, you know, this is what you have to do. You know, I said, because all students want to be successful. They just got to have the correct support to be successful. All right, someone real quick, while we got time, tell me how to break that down, like here. I feel like we're in advanced class, because she's like, we're like up there, like we're in high school. Like she's kind of a little bit pressured, but I, like, I needed it so I can get where I want to get. She want me to succeed, I mean, she want everybody to succeed and go to college. She made me like, feel like I can like, anything is possible, I can really do something like. Makes me feel great, because I know I can actually do it. I can go to high school, I can get a job, and then I can further my career. What an amazing opportunity to hear from these students. Now that we've heard from them, it's time to hear from you. How would you say that opportunity culture with these advanced roles impacts student learning? Students learn a lot more when their teachers join multi-classroom leader teams. There have been two third-party studies where they look at how much did students learn before and after joining. Before, teachers had growth at about the 50th percentile on average, right down the middle, as you might expect. After joining the teams, that leapt up to the 77th percentile. And one way to translate that is it's about an extra half year of learning for the kids every year, averaged across the subjects and the studies. So that's a pretty big difference for kids. Are there any particular aspects that you think have had the biggest impact with that multi-classroom leader can do? The most important thing is that the teachers are getting so much support from their multi-classroom leader and their team. So they're not working alone, trying to figure out the really complicated, challenging job of teaching. Instead, they have that support every day to help each student succeed. 
And that's really what teachers need, especially in these times when the challenges are great, teachers are isolated. It's a great way for them to come together and work better on behalf of the kids that are with them. I can imagine a lot of our listeners saying, well, why don't we have more of this? Why aren't there, you know, more of these um, educators in our schools? And what are some of the challenges to making this a reality for more of our students and teachers? It is a big change for, for schools to make. It's not something that you'd want to just snap your fingers and say, this is the way schools are going to work. So we have in our schools that we work with design teams of teachers, mostly school principal, assistant principal reps come together and spend several months really thinking through what should our teams look like? What should our schedule look like? And then how are we gonna reallocate our money to pay for this? And that's a time consuming process, totally worth it because at the end of the day, you get a model that really works for your school, but that's a time consuming process that, that uh, needs to be undertaken. And so districts need to decide to do it. Schools need to decide to do it. And thanks to North Carolina, there's some funding available to districts that want to move down a road like this. But that also can be a constraint in some places. As you think about all the schools and the examples um, that you have and that fed into the research, uh, is there one or two schools that stand out for you? And what would those be? Some of the schools in Edgecombe County, uh, which has been a district in North Carolina that was really pioneered in a lot of ways, including opportunity culture. Uh, and if, if you look there, you see just such a long-term commitment by the district, multiple superintendents, multiple principals to say, let's really build this into our fabric of our schools and, and use it whenever we think of a new innovation, let's have multi-classroom leaders really carry the ball and help make it happen for every child. So I, I, I want to point a specific school, but that's one district that I would call out as being particularly committed and focused. And one thing that we've heard is just how this can really be an opportunity for teachers. And you referenced that. Do you think it leads to teacher retention and maybe recruitment too? We have seen districts use these roles to recruit. The average multi-classroom leader makes about $12,000 above the salary schedule. So it's a chance to say, come to our district and you can have this advanced role. It is a way to keep your great teachers too, uh, because they can, a lot of great, great teachers, most of them don't wanna leave the classroom, but that's really their only option if they wanna earn more and move up to a different position. And so it's a way to retain great teachers. And then finally, there's great evidence that more support for early career teachers helps retain them. And so that's a lot of what multi-classroom leaders are providing. And we've heard that as well. So I really appreciate that. Well, in our final minute or two, I wonder if you have advice for district leaders or school leaders, if they're thinking about this or curious about this. My advice would be uh, to think about how can you have every child and every educator in your district benefiting from these new models of, of organizing schools and learning. So, because every child needs great teaching consistently, and every educator deserves the support and opportunity that they can get if schools are organized in a different way. So it might be tempting to think of, let's just do this in a small pocket of our school or a small pocket of our district. Really, this is something that I'd encourage everyone to think big and say, how can we reach every child and every educator every year? State leaders are also important. They're the ones that support the advanced roles program that's provided funding for districts to make this move. 
And they can also make policies that make uh, flexibility possible that let districts make these sort of shifts more easily. The more flexibility districts have when it comes to money and uh, how they organize class sizes, the better for getting the job done. Well, I really appreciate this and the deep focus on the impact on students, but also on the impact of our educators. So thank you, Brian, for all the work that you and your team does. After the break, this week's final word. Mr. Keenan is a teacher who had a big impact on me in my writing and public speaking, but more importantly, he pushed me to grow and challenge myself in areas that I was less comfortable pursuing. He continues to influence me today more than 35 years later. He taught high school students in the classroom for his entire career. Many teachers, however, believe that in order to advance in their careers, they have to leave their classrooms and their direct work with students. This is typically true if they wanna take on new roles or earn a higher salary. Many teachers have advanced degrees and feel compelled to leave the classroom to pursue positions that compensate them for their additional educational attainment. And many others describe needing more pay to support their families. While we need capable individuals in other roles in education, we also lose a great deal when effective educators leave the classroom. Losing their direct work with students and their teacher leadership comes at a cost for our students. Alongside preparation and compensation, opportunities for advancement can have major impacts on the decisions of potential educators, as well as those already in classrooms. However, some schools across North Carolina and the country have pursued an approach called advanced teaching roles that keeps teachers working directly with students and their peer educators, but also provides opportunities to move into new roles and earn a higher salary. Advanced teaching roles offer growth opportunities for experienced educators while aiming to improve the support systems available to educators and students. This approach, which comes in many different forms, offers an opportunity for a redistribution of responsibilities that benefits not only a school's educators, but also its students. Each participating school has the ability to design a model which redistributes responsibility in a way that works for their community. Beginning teachers are provided more guidance and support on a regular basis, while teachers with more experience have an opportunity to mentor teachers, co-teach, and provide one-on-one -on -one learning time with students. Because of this, educators have more time to dedicate to their students and themselves. A Gallup poll from this year noted that 44% of K-12 teachers reported often feeling burned out more than any other industry. Understanding that teachers simply cannot be expected to juggle everything without proper support, like an advanced teaching role person can provide, is essential to fixing this. We heard today from Shay Mosley, a lead teacher from Charles England Elementary School in Lexington, North Carolina, about how advanced teaching roles can offer an experienced, effective teacher the opportunity to have a more significant impact on their school. Instead of veteran teachers reaching a point where they feel stagnant in their classroom careers or feel like the only growth opportunity is to transition into administration, they can have a new opportunity to continue in the classroom while expanding their roles and abilities. Charles England Elementary's principal, Beth Calcutt, shared how structures like these also allow those in administrative roles to dedicate more of their efforts towards big picture school operations and improvements, creating the kind of effective workplace educators are able to thrive within. When administrators and teachers are better supported, so are the students. We heard about the opportunity culture approach to advanced teaching roles, 
Listening to students at Hairston Middle School in Greensboro, it's clear that having another teacher in the classroom provides extra support and gives students the time and attention they need in order to grow. They have more opportunities to understand concepts, learn in smaller group settings, have more personalized opportunities, and most importantly, feel that they can succeed. To learn more about the history of advanced teaching roles and opportunity culture, we encourage you to take a look at Best NC's policy brief and public impacts research, honoring the experience and expertise that teachers like Mr. Keenan and Ms. Mosley bring to our schools in different ways can provide opportunities to keep effective teachers working directly with students and teachers. Thank you for taking time with us to learn and think about education. That's all for today and we'll see you next week.